<clears throat> Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back. This is going to be episode two of Women Ruin Everything. I know I said I would cover this five times and continue on to add, continuing to add parts as topics come up or as, you know, things come out in the media, whatever current events come up. Um, I need to go back and do some more parts of the shaming tactics, actually, because the whole, now everybody's using the word incel kind of like a couple of years ago when the word coon came back, and now all black people are saying it like, they sound like fucking birds, you know, like cuckoo birds, but instead of saying cuckoo, they're like saying coon, now everybody's saying incel, so I really need to get back and do a, a part two of my shaming tactics series, that was like, that was probably like my third or fourth episode, I'm actually past 50 episodes, I'm not gonna do any designated markers or uh, you know, register. I don't say registration episodes, but basically, I'm not going to do any uh, commemorative episodes until I get to episode 100. Um, shit, as this podcast is growing, you know, at, at a certain point, I was at 10, 20 views an episode, and I was like, cool, uh, people are listening. Now we're getting 50, 60, and 70. Um, so I guess the next milestone would be 100, 100 listeners in an episode, which. I think I've already gotten my one episode like that, but I do appreciate you guys for tuning in. But uh, episode two of Women Ruin Everything. This one's going to be about male spaces. Now, I put the Boy Scouts in, a t- in the title because that's just a, a microcosm of the entire thing of what's going on. What is going on is that male spaces essentially don't exist anymore. Now, at Women Ruin uh, I'll have to do a separate one on nerd culture, but nerd culture is an example, but let's cover the Boy Scouts, let's cover just when you're children they and not to be sexist, but women have this thing where they want to take over spaces and creations of men, it's a natural thing for them to not create, but to just take what's already created so what happened is the Girl Scouts was created for girls by girls, if I'm not mistaken, and they don't like it. It's not as prestigious and established as being a, a for example, an Eagle Scout. Instead of developing an Eagle Girl Scout rank or something like that, basically, they went to the government and was like, hey, government, we have to let girls and Boy Scouts. Okay. Daddy, you know, government's a big fucking simp. The government is... A lot of people be like, Rob Kardashian is the biggest simp of all time, and uh, a lot of these liberal Democrat male celebrities are the biggest simps of all time, and I mean, if you boil, boil it down, the biggest simp that has probably ever existed is the United States government, because what they did, they didn't ask or defend the fact that, they, that you know, little boys should have space, because they, they don't care, they just want votes. But let's be honest. The only reason they want Boy Scouts is so they can take it over eventually. Because now they have this thing where they're me tooing all these people out of the top positions and they take over companies and drive it to shit. Eagle Scout is going to lose prestige because you're handing it over to women and they will control it because they can't be a part of something, they have to be in charge. If you don't give them possession of it, 
then they could care less about it. For some reason, women don't know how to be a part of anything. They need to be in charge. They have this inferiority complex. And feminism, in essence, if you really boil it down, it's... They're trying to offset biology. They don't, they're mad they don't have penises. They're mad they're, they are physically inferior. They're mad that most women aren't going to grow to be, you know, six feet, four, whatever the hell. Well, I'm not even six, four. But you know what I'm saying? They're trying to offset shit like that. They're mad that they don't have the NBA or an NBA or an NFL or professional sports avenues. You know what I'm saying? They're mad that they don't have the majority of the government seats. But it's like, like they're looking at... You notice that women look at like the Senate, the government, uh, professional sports, giant companies, things that are massively successful. They want possession of that. They have no issue with men having exclusive possession of sewage cleaners, garbage men, people who build skyscrapers. I couldn't even build skyscrapers, first of all, so let's, let me not act like I'm the shit or some bumbling pot of masculinity because I would never go up the fucking, all those skyscrapers. They're also, oh, underwater welding. Are any do any women do that? I I don't I'll have to look it up, but I know a couple of guys that do it, and they were like, "It's kind of nice because it's, it's literally a male space." They'll let you have that, but video games is a you know multi-billion-dollar industry that survived the Christians in the '90s. It didn't. It's not going to survive the feminists. I mean, it'll still be around, but they have been. You know, I think what video games did, it's so big that they just took a big chunk of it and gave it to women to shut them the fuck up and then moved on. But why the Boy Scouts one is particularly offensive is because women put no part in building up the prestige of that organization. They contributed nothing. And it's not, there's no fault of them. No fault to them. But here's the thing. It's like, if you look at like nations, for example... You don't get to, like, for example, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, even though they have their political issues and there's a lot of stuff going on there, you know, which you may or may not agree with, they are an economic superpower. No other country has the right to go up to them and like, oh, well, we need to chunk out, cut out a slice of what you built because because feelings and genitals because that's essentially what women did with boy scouts now the nerd industry is another thing and and i have to cover that in and of itself in its own episode but it's essentially you could call it entryism you could call it communism but essentially all this is it's female nature being enforced down the barrel of a government gun because the government is the world's biggest simp and why the fuck they kowtow to women makes absolutely no sense. Because they aren't economically creating anything. Like, here's a good example of them taking over and tanking something. Ariana Huffington got a position in Uber and essentially used the Me Too stuff a bunch of sexual assault allegations because if, if, you, if you're around feminists do you ever notice that nobody can escape a sexual assault allegation and that's not because rape culture or men are these abhorrent pigs that just can't handle themselves and they just have to take pussy if they can't get it it's because they moved the goalpost on what rape is they moved the goalpost because they wanted to change it to things like looking at her ass 
ugly man talked to her. You said hi. You went on a date. You asked her on a date maybe two times too many or one time too many, which is only one time. Like, or you spoke to her or whatever it is, whatever little quirk she has. But this is ridiculous because there's no men you know, rallying to take over Huffington Post. There's no men rallying to take over the nursing industry, which women mostly control. But if you look at nursing, men actually better make better nurses. That's what's fucked up. Men make better nurses than women. That's a female space. But no men are like, I'm going to take it over. We just cut our own little slice out, do what we got to do, go home. Men are very, I guess we're too logical. When, except when it comes to women. women. We have this giant soft spot. We have a giant soft spot and a giant blind spot up for them. And they take advantage of it. All the things that we do to kind of please them and what's in our nature, they just prey on it. They prey on our nature because they know they can get it, you know. The, the sexual marketplace is so fucking skewed because of our thirst. It's so fucked up because of male thirst that essentially women can get any and everything they want. And it's like, well, I got, you know, Chad Thundercock, but I also can get all those attention and free meals. And I mean, I've discussed before how you, I know I've known women personally in my life who you could go to their house and their fridges will be empty, but it'll be nothing but, you know, food containers from dinner dates from suckers. And she'd be like, I haven't fucked. You know, she's in this girl that I've known that they've literally lived. And some of these girls are average. They're like sixes and sevens, right? And they were like, I haven't went grocery shopping in like a year. I know girls that literally don't go grocery shopping because they're in a major metropolitan city in America. All she's, And she's like, I go on Tinder for food. And there's men just lining up around the block to give them food. So this bitch literally doesn't have a food bill. Sometimes she gets dudes to pay her rent. Which is neither here nor there, because I was talking about male spaces, but that's just an example of our thirst. We are so fucking thirsty. We're so thirsty that we're basically going to turn Boy Scouts into a feminist organization. There is no, there is no line, there is no point of victory that feminism will not take if you give it to them. That's mean, when are men going to put their fucking foot down? Because this isn't about equality anymore. This is about women. Feminism at this point is a giant shit test, and they're just seeing what they can take over. This isn't about equality they just want to take spaces over now a lot of you guys but well, I don't want to be around nothing but penises why should male spaces exist male spaces should exist so you can at least have your own thing because in the black community the barbershop was one of the spaces that we had for young brothers to sit there have a combo about sports you know what I'm saying Whatever, men stuff, advice, holler at your barber, because he was like the bartender for the old, you know, the weary old, you know, working man, if you will. Now, this is one that bothers me the most, because I treasured the male space that was, the black male space that was the barber shop. I guess, you know, just to cover it, because it offends me gravely, and not to be emotional, because I'm not a woman, but I'll cover that cover the barbershop and then I'll kind of close out real quick <coughs> in a few minutes here
in the black community in America, the, the dads are 70% of the time, 74% of the time, they're not around. Sometimes it's, you know, the guys not being, wanting to be dads. Sometimes they're intentionally alienated by the mom, which is neither here nor there. But why I get, it bothers me, because the barber, the bar, the black barbershop in particular was taken over by single mothers. There's so many single mothers. Instead of, like when I was little, my single mother just dropped me off at the barbershop. I would get my cut, talk with the dudes. They would give you a lollipop if you're a kid and all that shit. You just sit there and they tell you about sports and your grades. And, you know, usually brothers that cut hair, there were a lot more wholesome black men around than there are now. Now we got these lean popping, rainbow dread having wanna-be rappers, shoot shoot you for looking at them wrong type of thugs. You know what I'm saying? There are more thugs now than there are wholesome brothers. Because a lot of the, you know, my, I, at least when I was going around, you know, coming up, there a lot of the brothers who cut hair, yeah, they may be what, what women would call deadbeat dads or wayward fathers or some shit, but they were good dudes. You don't have to be a complete tool of gynocentrism to be considered a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, regardless of here nor there, there was... There was a point, there was a piece of mentorship that young black men had at the barbershop. And now I think the last spot they have is coaching. And the only reason, coaching in sports. And the only reason a lot of these young black men are even in sports is so they can take care of their mama. My mama gotta have this. My mama gotta have that. But that one spot that I had that I value and treasure is gone. Because the last time I went to a black barbershop, the last couple of one, I had I had a spot I loved. It was a black barbershop in uh in Jacksonville, actually, and I think, yeah, yeah, it was Jacksonville, and it was one by my mama house, my mama lives, used to live in Arlington, Texas, and I used to go to this one, uh, in Arlington, in the hood, in like, I don't want to say Arlington, it was actually over there, uh, in the outskirts of it, damn near by Dallas, but anyway, there was some good brothers in there. We'd be in there talking about sports. We'd talk about chicks, but the single moms will be in there policing the conversation. And black men, we as black men, we're such simps to black women that the women would be in there policing our conversation, talking about, oh, y'all, y'all dead bitch. Y'all like shit. Y'all need to do this. And I'm like, why is why are you in here with your arms crossed doing your black girl neck roll thing when this is a male space? And I'm sitting there noticing this shit that, yo, these this this bitch came in here and silenced about eight men or nine men from having a convo because she wanted to make it about her because women for some reason especially black women can't stand in being in a space with black men where she's not the center of attention and that's just that's not even just the black people that's all across the board <coughs> the reason i mentioned the barbershop was particularly for black people the barbershop was kind of a hangout it was a hangout now i don't know it's just another space where women get to just usurp, just fucking put their gynocentric heel on the throats of black men, and now it's just another space gone. I understand you red pill community guys, you, you're, you're using the PUA techniques, and you don't really care about male spaces because all you care about is pussy, which is fine. But most young men aren't mentored to handle pussy. You're just mentored to go out and get it. But the reason it's important to mentor people how to handle that shit is because being a blue pillar, having a bunch of babies by a bunch of women, you know, going broke and getting like like white guys, like black dudes and white guys have this in common. They don't care. They will repeat gynocentric, you know, mistakes, i.e. black men will have a bunch of babies by a bunch of women 
and do their best to take care of them. But when you have too many babies with too many women, because black women will just get pregnant if you sneeze around them. Having too many babies by too many women, it'll backfire on you. First of all, it's really stupid. Why the fuck would you do that? And the white guy version of that <coughs> is to get married over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like, you're an idiot. Like, I know a guy that's already lost 100% of his retirement and disability, and he's already remarried. He's in his third marriage. Wife one took 25, wife two took, no, I'm sorry, wife one took 50, wife two took 50. He gets nothing, nothing, not a dime. But he's a, he, he, you know, he's a smart, savvy financial guy. So he went on and got another 401. He got a separate 401 in addition to the one he already has, which his wives are going to take, ex-wives. And, you know, wife number three, she's probably going to take half of that if she, when, when and if she leaves. Because most women want to, you know, they hit the wall and then they want to get back on the carousel. They just have to. So that's just the cycle. And this is why male spaces are important. At the end of the day, most men aren't going to listen. Most men are going to be blue pill as fuck. But having male spaces to have this discussion, it's important. I shouldn't have to be anonymous on a podcast on the internet. But I have to because everything is gynocentric and there are no male spaces. And it's not my fault because I treasured them. I would have never given it up to gynocentrism. Why dudes do it? I don't know. The Red Pill PUA community, like I said on a previous episode, has been as cancerous to men as feminism has been to cancerous to women. Because they just co-sign gynocentrism through the guise of men need to get pussy. And that's no type of life. That's no type of life to live. What type of life is that? That's the one that they're choosing to live. Anyway, I'm out. <laughs>